It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas That Care Network. I am Joyce Banning, and I will be your host for this absolutely invigorating, robust lifestyle show. I want to thank each one of our listeners that have tuned in live today and the ones that will be listening to the recording on the podcast. I am so so very grateful and thankful for each and every one of you. And you are all in for an amazing, invigorating show today, as I have with me my returning amazing diva, Gia Raquel. And her and I are going to continue our chat about Chakra Connections. This is actually part three. Oh my, is this going to be exciting. So Gia, could you please introduce yourself to our listeners today? Hi, Joyce. I'm thrilled to be back, and thank you so much, and to Deepest That Care Network as well for having me consistently. It's been my pleasure. Um, my name is Gia Raquel, owner of Airs Above Yoga, and that is uh, my business where I work with healing of animals and humans through yoga, through Reiki, um, and definitely through their chakra systems. So that's what we are here to speak about today. Um, You can find me online and um, in New Jersey if you are in the tri-state area. And one of my passions is simply to facilitate people to be advocates for not only their own health, but for their animals' health as well. Oh, I love that. I love I love how you ended it, to be advocates not only for their own health, for, but for their animals' health. Because us humans are in charge of those animals' health, and they they have so much if we just listen to them to help us with our own health and with them. So, oh, I love that. And all the rest of it. It was just incredible. So, Gia, Thank I would you. like to ask... Oh, you are so very welcome. You always put it in such great words that I'm like, oh, wow, I love how you said that. (laughs) So as we continue about the chakra connection, um, part three in the healing part of it, how would you like to start if you want to kind of just touch a little bit what we talked about in the past to kind of bring everybody up to date that maybe didn't get an opportunity to go and watch the first part and the second part of it, that would be great. Or however you would like to start it, Gia, is great with me. Perfect, Joyce. Thank you so much. And I appreciate you, as always, and your um, wonderful way of accepting the information and allowing me to just go on about um, the things that I'm so passionate about. So I very much appreciate you um, and your mm-hmm. and your freedom to let me kind of kind of delve into the good stuff, as it were. Um, So just to touch a little bit on the chakra system, because we have gone over it, but I want to make sure that anyone who's listening has some idea, right, of what we're we're speaking about. Mm -hmm. So in essence, we have seven chakras um, for humans and for animals. We share that in common, uh, beginning at the base of the spine and moving up through just above the head. So there are Sanskrit names for these chakras, but in an effort to keep things simple, as we have a tendency, you and I, Joyce, to run out of time, (laughs) 
Um, I will keep it to just the English version so that we're very accessible for everybody. And please feel free at any point in time to go into a lovely Google and or Pinterest poll. I promise you there's a wealth of information out there at your fingertips. Um, so in essence, it begins at the root chakra at the base of the spine. And that is associated with the color red. From there, the chakra system starts to move up. And the second one is just above the root, basically in the pelvic bowl area around the hips. And they all center around the spinal column. So think of them as kind of orbs of light stacking one upon each other from the base of the spine to just above the head. So the second one is the sacral chakra. And it is the color orange. And then above that, we have the solar plexus chakra, which is, in essence, the power or the seat chakra in the body. And that is a bright yellow. So that gives us our fire. Um, moving upwards towards that, and I've mentioned this before, is my, my favorite chakra. It's our heart chakra, and it is the color green. Um, so again, these, these chakras kind of mimic the prism and the rainbow, if you will. So it's all interconnected with energy, right? Always. Mm -hmm. Um, and so the heart chakra is that color green, and I like to think of it as there are seven chakras of the connection between the base and the root, and then the upper chakras that start to tap into our energy sphere and the vibrations around us. So above that, we have our throat chakra that's about, um, you know, some people like to say it's, it's a blue color, but the top three chakras are, are similar in color in that they go from a blue color to an indigo color and then to a violet color. So that blue rests right in the throat. The indigo above it is for our third eye, our seat of intuition, our connection with our mind. And then above that is the crown chakra, which is our connection to source, the divine, the universe, God, whatever you choose to believe in, whatever you choose to call into and tap into, it's that higher power and even into our own intuition. So any questions there, Joyce? I know I just went off on a whole shock <laughs> Oh, it was it was fantastic because it was it was very explanatory and very simple, and I like that. And how it's all in auras of light and a prism colors of the rainbow, and it's all about energy. And what I also loved is how you said there's seven chakras in the animals and the humans, so it makes us so much simpler to understand that we all have the same chakras. So I thought that was a great way to say that and make it simple for the animals and humans. So you're doing great. I'll just let you continue. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. So to that point, Joyce, I'm glad you actually said it that way because there's something that I didn't touch on last time, and I'm going to be very honest with you. It is not something that I particularly use when doing Reiki on animals, but this is this for me is all about information sharing and not about what I do versus what any other practitioners do. But when it comes to animals, there is a line of thought process and I just want you know, your listeners and mine to understand that there is an eighth chakra associated only with animals. Um, and certain people feed into this and certain people don't, but it should be made aware of. Um, I don't necessarily, as I mentioned, use use it particularly because I, I focus and do, as you are aware, a lot of, of distance work. Um, and if you kind mm -hmm. of go into the animal chakras, you'll find, you'll find that they have, quote, unquote, extra. Um, so they have little chakras in their paw pads for dogs, for example, in the tips of their ears because, again, as we mentioned in some of the 
earlier podcast, animals are a little more, quote, unquote, in tune, I think, than humans. Mm-hmm. I think that this mm-hmm. is fair I can make, both fight or flight animals. Um, our dogs, our horses, obviously, very different. But because they're so much more in tune to the environment, to the energies around them for their survival, they have been associated to have these extra chakras. And I will, I like to think of them less as the traditional chakras and more as, as connectivity, more connections to the earth and to, you know, spirit or whatever universe you tap into around you. Let's say for flight animals, you know, they have those large auric fields that will help them to run away from a predator prior to even seeing that predator or smelling it. So there's a lot that you can get into with animals, but the brachial chakra um, is, in essence, it's, it's in the shoulder area of the of the animal, dog, cat, horse, etc. Um, and the reason that I bring it up is simply because, uh, according to practitioners that utilize this chakra, it is the connective chakra, um, which allows you to do those those healing works on those animals. Um, so a lot of people again use, utilize it, talk about it. The color associated with that is actually black. Um, and it it seemingly governs the interaction and or the connection between humans and animals. So I again for me um, I use I use the core the core seven chakras that we all share. Um, but I just wanted to just touch on that. And again, feel free listeners to go ahead and look it up and, and, you know, see how it resonates with you for your own healing, for your own animal. Again, it's all about information sharing and, and a zone of no judgment. And I believe that as long as the animal receives the energy and the healing, that is the most important thing. Oh, that was, that's fantastic. Cause I myself did not realize they had that eighth chakra, but I so agree with you. They animals are so, so intuitive and so in tune with what's happening. And it makes so much sense because they have to be so aware of everything that's around them like that. Because I love the connection, what you called it as the connection to earth, spirit, universe. And, oh, that is beautiful. Yeah, that was very informative to talk about the eighth chakra that the animals have extra that us as humans do not have. And I love that, that... It kind of explains a lot, too, on how animals, it helps them to be so intuitive and so aware of what's happening around them all the time. A hundred percent. They have to be, right? I mean, if we're we're coming Mm -hmm. from a, a place of how they have survived, how we all have survived on this planet since well before humans started interacting with them, um, they had to have a means for survival and that connectedness. Again, the more we create as humans, the, the, the noises around us, the buildings, the cars, the technology, the, the I feel, the farther we get from, from that connected source with the earth, with the universe, with nature. And I think that's where mm-hmm. a lot of the healing, a lot of the healing begins for all of us and, and reconnecting to our animals. And like you said earlier, listening. It's all about really listening, listening to the inside voice within yourself, listening to, you know, and using cues like body language with animals, listening to your animals, you know, being open and in touch to the the world around you. But in order to do that, with any level of success, you have to be able to turn out all of the inundation that we as human beings are surrounded by and accosted by on a daily basis. 
Um, so I really think that that's one of the first steps. And I know we're going to talk about healing today. So I think one of the first steps with healing is tuning in and tuning out, right? They are, they are one, one in the same. As you tune into yourself, mm-hmm. you have to tune out that outside. And animals are very, very good at doing that. But humans, we need a little bit more help, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so, you know, as, as a yoga instructor, oh, sorry, go ahead, Joyce. Was there a question? No, I was just going to say, yes, I totally agree, because humans are the ones that have the problem of tuning out everything that's happening around them, or tuning out our to-do list, tuning out our phone, our computers. That's the hard part for us humans, because we're so wrapped up in this. Where the animals, they're like, nah, we don't need all of that, because my horses have often said, ditch the cell phone when you come to see us. So that makes so much (laughs) sense. (laughs) A hundred percent, yeah, you know, you you are plugged into that. Even you know, even if you're sitting on the couch and you're on your phone, your dog's sitting next to you. You know, mm-hmm. it's you're you're paying attention to your phone, not your dog, right? Even if you're right, right. even your partner, right? A lot of a lot mm-hmm. of relationships suffer from one partner, you know, being more in touch with their phone than their partner. Um, mm-hmm. So it really it really does speak to. And for humans, I think that's one of the biggest things that I've taken from developing a yoga practice is it the first thing you do is you sit on your mat and you you drop in and you tune into yourself that is the very in my in my classes and in most of the classes that I've been to most of the sessions that I run that is the first thing that you do is you leave you leave it at the door you come in you sit on your mat and you tune into yourself and I think that simple practice is one of the first the paramount step in any healing is you have to know what to heal. You have to be able to feel, hear, um, visualize, if you if you will, um, what areas, what aspects of you are, are screaming for help or attention, right? And we mm-hmm. can't heal without that. Um, and so I think yoga for humans, and this is kind of getting into where I wanted to go today anyway, yoga for humans is, and movement in general. So the thing that I want to highlight more than anything else with regard to chakra connections, with regard to Reiki healing, Reiki is a great way, and I, I, I know I said diagnose prior, and I kind of cringe as I said that, but Reiki, I do not diagnose, um, but Reiki is a wonderful way to bring to light literally and figuratively, um, any ailments energetically within the body. Um, And one of the best ways I find to prepare for a Reiki session um, or any way to start to heal your chakras, there's tons of ways to do it, but movement in both animals and humans is paramount. A body in motion is a body susceptible or open to healing. The more stagnant we are, the more seated we are, the more stuck we are, the less movement flows in the body. And this is true from a physiological level. Think about your lymphatic system, right? Think about um, hydration. Keeping things fluid and moving in the body is is of the utmost importance, physically but also energetically, because it starts, in in my estimation, it starts on the physical plane and and then works outward. And there is an interconnectedness, but if you are physically stuck, chances are you're mentally and emotionally stuck and spiritually stuck. 
So we need to start somewhere, and for animals as well. One of the things that I will always suggest and why I incorporate Reiki, small Reiki practices into the Shavasana, which is the corpse pose at the end of a yoga class, if you're not familiar. I like to, for my private clients, incorporate Reiki for about 15 minutes with a focus on the chakras after we've done a yoga session because once you've moved through the body, and you, and you can target specific chakras with specific yoga poses. For example, a heating pose such as Navasana boat pose, which is a, um, which is a core engaging pose where your legs are up on, let's say, a 45-degree angle. You're balanced on your sit bones, and you're holding your core up so that your body looks like a V. That is a very heating, very strong pose. And that pose will fire up that solar plexus chakra and begin to get it awakened and begin to put it online, quote unquote, and stimulate it, if you will. So a yoga practice that before a Reiki session is one of the best ways. But even if you don't practice yoga and you, let's say you've booked a Reiki session for yourself, you can go for a nice long walk. Walking, if you can do nothing else, walking is the very best thing you can do with your horse, with your dog. With, with your cat, maybe, for some people, um, but to just get body moving and get those chakras awake, alive, and in connection with the earth. Um, mm-hmm. So I want to just touch on the fact that, obviously, it's a little more challenging to do yoga with, with your animals if you're doing a Reiki healing or planning to open up chakras for your animals. Um, it's not impossible, but it's a little more challenging. Um, so walking with them. Um, letting them run, getting them to move. Um, these are all mm-hmm. things, and it also helps you, for example, for them to be a little bit tired when you're trying to work on them so that they can really relax into it instead of kind of feeling those vibrations and questioning where they are, right? Oh, yes. Oh, I so agree. Oh, I love that because I can I can see it with my puppies. I mean, she's four months old, and, I mean, she needs to get out. She's got to get out and run and get that exercise and get what she needs out there. And then she kind of calms down. But if you're trying to do something before she's blown off some of that energy, it's like, okay, just just stop. Just let her, <laughs> let her get rid of some of that. So she's got to get moving. And it's I feel it's the same way with us, too, because just going out, and it's something so simple. And any of us can do it that can go out and just get a little bit of a walk, get out in nature, get out where you can get some of that air and just get your body in motion because, oh, what a good feeling it is. So, yeah, I love I loved how you said if they can't do yoga, at least get out and get walking and get get your body moving. And that's what it's all about, too, is connecting. To me, that helps you connect in other ways, too, to connect to yourself and to be able to tune in to yourself when you're just out walking and enjoying what's around you. So a really good suggestion to our listeners. Well, well, thank you. Absolutely. And, you know, there again, there are so many connections between animals. And, and I know the last time that we spoke, we, we delved into um, a lot of, of the the ways that animals can confuse and and let us know because I know we touched on the fact that um, it it can be difficult, let's say, for a dog to understand 
if they're having a chakra imbalance, if that's coming from where exactly it's coming from, because a lot of their communications can be similar. So I know we touched on panting mm-hmm. and we touched on aggress- aggression, right? Panting can be heat. It can be pain. Um, and, and the same goes for aggression. Aggression can be pure aggression. It can be pain. It can be defensiveness. Um, so, and that's one of the, you know, and again, I said this prior as well, but to reiterate, I, I do not call myself an animal communicator, um, but I do, when I work with animals, Reiki and that, that connection between um, an energy worker and the animal in consideration can help to navigate where those issues are stemming. Again, it's not a perfect science, quote-unquote, but, but energy work can facilitate healing. Um, and some of the other methods that I wanted to touch on today are, are vibrational, um, vocal even, and these are things that you can do for yourself and things that you can do for your pets. Um, and they're very, very simple. And again, this is something that I will, I will touch on briefly now, but I'd love for, for all of the listeners to go ahead and make sure that you find these um, somewhere online. So there are specific sounds, and these go back to the Sanskrit when yoga was developed thousands of years ago, that are associated with each chakra. All of us, I would imagine, many of us are familiar with with Om, and that is associated with both the third eye chakra and the crown chakra, and that's your connection to spirit, source, the divine, God, again, whichever you choose to align with and whatever feels right for you. Um, but there are sounds that are associated with the other chakras as well that while you say these out loud can help to stimulate the chakra, open and provide provide healing and awareness. So I'd like to just touch on those briefly. When we're talking about the root chakra, the sound associated with that is LAM, L-A-M. And so please familiarize yourself with these sounds so that when you say them, something like LAM, the vibration that you make in your body associates directly with that chakra. And I find this very helpful for animals because you can literally create this vibration and help stimulate their chakra as well. This is very helpful because, again, they are very, very attuned to vibrations. So this is a way when you're focusing on a specific area to help them. And you can even go through all and just do a general kind of check-in or a general stimulation um, so the second chakra, the sacral chakra, is associated with the sound VAM, V-A-M. The third is associated with RAM, that's the solar plexus chakra, the power center, R-A-M. The fourth for the heart is, again, my favorite chakra, and it's YAM, Y-A-M. And then the one for our throat, our, our blue chakra, is ham, H-A-M. Not to be confused with ham, it is ham. <laughs> so these are, ways, <laughs> these are ways that you can begin to, and I know, you know, sometimes, I, I know a lot of yoga teachers, we're always, we're always hesitant to bring the chanting around because we can scare off so many people, but I would like you guys to think about ways that you might be able to say, okay, well, you know what, I'm noticing that my dog's got a little bit of a limp. Looks like his, his lower back or his hind end may, may be in a little bit of distress. Well, even whether you're a Reiki practitioner or not, you can sit with your dog and put both hands on, on his hips and you can simply recite LAM or VAM. And in a very slow, whatever, whatever 
your voice sounds like, tapping into it, let that be correct for you, let that be appropriate for you and your animal, and let the vibrations move through your voice, through your body, through your hands, and into your animal. Horses, dogs, these are all ways for this to, um, a very simple way, right? We've talked about associating the colors for humans, right? You are having a sad day, wear a green dress, it'll stimulate your heart chakra. You can do it with foods, right? If you think that your horse has a root chakra issue, the color is red, so you feed your horse a red apple. Um, Again, only feed things that are safety, uh, that are safe for your horse and dogs. Um, For example, grapes are not okay for dogs, so be mindful and look up whatever you might see, but there are so many different simple ways to integrate chakra healing into your day. And this is a little more yogic of an option for you, but I do want, it is so accessible and it's so helpful um, for animals and for humans alike, but I wanted to make sure that we we touched on that today. Um, and any questions on that? Because I know, again, I keep I keep just throwing all of these little tidbits at you, but is that something that you might want to try with your horse or dog? Oh, definitely. That I, this is all new to me because I had not heard about the sounds that go with the chakras. So I'm writing them down and I'm going, oh, my word, this is just awesome. It is something so simple that you can do to help your animal and to help you. And like you said, if you see they maybe think they have a hip problem or they're limping, to put the both hands on the hips and do the sound for the root chakra, the LAM. I'm like, oh, I just love this. This is this is so informative, Gia, and you make it so simple for us to understand, and that's the part that I love, too. It is just beautiful. And with that being said, I knew this show would go so quickly <laughs> because there is so much more to touch on, and I'm like, oh, my goodness, I just I loved all of this. You shared so much knowledge. And before we need to close this show would you please share with your listeners and all of our listeners here on Divas at Care Network, what is the best way to connect with you? Absolutely, Joyce, and thank you again. So, um, again, I own a, a business and a healing, I like to call it a healing practice. I don't like to think of it as a business. Uh, but a healing practice called Airs Above Yoga. Again, practicing Reiki meditation and offering private yoga. And it is airsaboveyoga.com. My email is airsaboveyoga at gmail.com. And I am on most, if not all, of the social media sites at Airs Above Yoga. So please feel free to reach out if you have any questions or would like to stimulate healing for yourself or your animal. Oh. Oh, how awesome. Oh, I just loved it. Well, that was that was just absolutely incredible, all the information you shared with us today, Gia. And I am going to ask you, so our listeners hear it too, I would love to have you back on our show on Robust Lifestyles because we, we briefly had thought about bringing in about crystals also. And I think this would be so informative to share this kind of information with our listeners also. So would you consider being back on Robust Lifestyles again in November and we can start to touch on about crystals? I'm sure we won't get clear through because you and I can talk for hours about all of this. So, But I just want to ask if you would please be my guest again on Robust Lifestyles show in November. 
I would absolutely love to, Joyce. You know, I would I would relish in nothing more. And um, yeah, crystals open entire an entire wormhole, and it's a sparkly wormhole, one of my favorites. So happy to do that. It'll be chakra connection part four or five, and all the way through whenever we get through it all, which would take a very long time. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. That means you'll be continue to be back on robust lifestyle. So, oh, that is fantastic, Gia. Well, Gia, I want to wish you a very magical rest of your day and may magic be filled in your life until we chat again on Robust Lifestyle. Thank you, Joyce, and may you have the most sparkling of days and months ahead as well. And it's always my sincere pleasure to speak with you at length on any subject whatsoever. Oh, well, you are so welcome, and thank you so for all the kind words. I would like to thank all of our listeners for listening to this amazing show with such incredible information from our truly amazing diva, Gia Raquel. Please share this show with all your family and friends. Check out all the other hosts and their shows on divasthatcare.com. And remember, a very simple way to get your body moving and to help your chakras is just simply get out and go for a walk. Get out in nature and start to tune in to yourself and let go and kind of tune away from all of our busy body worldly things that keep us so occupied and just tune into yourself and just feel that intuition arise inside of you and with that i want to wish all of you a most magical magical day and may magic fill your life until we connect again on robust lifestyles and please give your animals a great big extra hug and share so much love with them because they so deserve it And remember, be kind to all. And until we connect again on Robust Lifestyles, stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.